in a world in search of streaming guidance. Two mild-mannered wannabe film critics bring you their reviews on the latest streaming releases. Nerds by art and heart. This is Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan. Welcome to the show, movie fans. I'm Eric. And I'm Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Eric. <laughs> What's up? How's it going? It's going, my friend. Another it's fabulous going. week. Another fabulous week. <laughs> Wish right. I could say it was a fabulous movie. Oh. <laughs> so we've got a doozy today, man. We've got a big one to go over. Uh, so let's get into it, man. Sitting at 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, all starring, bought like USC scholarships. Starring Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena, Viola Davis, Sylvester Stallone. This is The Suicide Squad. You know the deal. Successfully complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. You fail to follow my orders in any way, and I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. So this is the famous Suicide Squad. Nom nom. Any questions? All right, it's IMDb summary time. The best summaries in the biz. Here we go. Supervillains, Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Belvrieve Prison join the super secret, super shady Task Force X as they are dropped off in a remote, enemy-infused island of Cordo Maltese. Well, I'm glad to see IMDb put in more effort than James Gunn did in this. Oh, let's see. <laughs> so I guess we'll start with you, since uh, you're already dropping a little hints here and there of of uh, your feelings towards this movie. Was I? What? <laughs> Ryan, I take it you like this movie a whole bunch. Yeah, I like that. I'll never watch it again, and that it ended. <laughs> well, what did you what did you feel uh, beforehand? What did you think of the um, the trailer? I mean, I, I think I think because you already had pre feelings. If um, if our conversation well, served me right, that you weren't yes. too excited, you were very. I was not. Um, I was skeptical. Very skeptical. That's perfect. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have my hopes up, but I mean, at the same time, I usually don't have my hopes up for a lot of movies. I always think we're going to get a big letdown, and I've been pleasantly surprised throughout. But with this trailer, I knew we were in for kind of a fun ride and that it was just going to be some sort of show that we get. Just like the last Suicide Squad trailer, we really don't know what we're getting when we uh, walk into these things. We just know we're going to be getting a bunch of characters with a bunch of attitudes and some sort of mission they got to go on. Uh, Yeah, man, the hype machine was in full force for this one. There is a lot of this is James Gunn's best movie. This is his base, best work he's ever done. It's like Guardians of the Galaxy. Never heard of it. What? Nah, forget that. This this is it. This is the one. <laughs> and when, we, and yeah. when he was saying this is it, this is it. <laughs> and and I, yeah. I, you know, I drank a More little like bit of this co- was shit. 
<laughs> I drank I drank a bit of the Kool-Aid, man. I was ready for it. Um I Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy was like is like one of my favorite movies. It it really yeah. like blew me away, surprised the hell out of me. So I I really had high hopes. The bar was set high, especially with all the hype, everybody talking about it. And I was super, super and, hopeful. And just one last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping this was the movie, the slam dunk that, that the DC universe needed to I agree. You know, get right back on top, and right back on yeah. the map. And there, there was a lot on the line. Real, yeah, real compete for reals. Yeah. Yeah, see, and, and that's the thing, too. I mean, with Guardians, I had no idea what I was going to watch when that first came out. And I loved Guardians, the first one. I thought that was great. It was a total shot out of nowhere for me. And I was completely on board with it. I loved every single moment of it. I've seen it like about seven or eight times at least. So to get this hype where everyone is saying like this is the best ever and that it's, you know, this is his calling Carter and whatever, that already raises a flag for me because it's kind of like you don't yeah. need to hype good things. It's, it's like they'll naturally tell itself by itself. Yes. True that. True that. And um, so we saw the movie. Yeah. You were texting me instantly, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what 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 did you think overall? I had feelings. I'll yeah, admit it. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> and even, uh, I'll admit, I was really, really annoyed by it. So much so that I decided to watch it again and make yeah. sure that I can be a clear judge and maybe I was a little out of line and come to find out, nope. Like it, it, I just couldn't stand the way this was done. To me, this was just not, not it. Definitely was far, far away from the hype. It totally took it down for me. The way everybody was raving about it and ranting about it, it was just one of those moments where I was like, I knew it. People are just hyping it up just to get butts in the seats and get people to like it sure people like it but that's just the hype machine and once you start to brainwash people or not brainwash but i should say once you lead people into believing a certain way for this movie then people are going to agree with it more than disagree with it me personally i just like to let be an impartial judge well do do you think that maybe it's because you just personally didn't like the movie i mean it, it it's a lot of the you know audience reviews have been really good i mean not just the critics reviews i mean the critics reviews, are, reviews honestly i'm more surprised that they're that they're that they're as good as they are and and usually the audience loves it more than the critics do especially with a movie like this so do you think it's True. more like of a of a personal kind of taste kind of thing or maybe you were expecting something completely different uh, I think it was a little bit of both, um, mainly because uh, to me, this seemed to, with the rated R version, it just seemed like we were going to throw in a whole bunch of rated R stuff just to make it rated R, not so much to help the story or to make it a better view for the audience. And that was one of the things that bugged me most about it. The first thing it's just all of a sudden, like, let's, let's start cussing up a storm and, and throw in like, you know, just needless stuff that made it didn't make it unrelated to what it was uh, basically intended for. For me, I would have loved for it to have been something where I think maybe he needs to be honed in in the PG or PG-13 era like Guardians was, because it's not about, um, you know, seeing a bunch of like uh, freaking gore come out of this movie and dropping F-bombs everywhere. It's just more about like, can you tell a good story, get people involved and make it make sense? There, to me, there was just so much going on, and it was just a bunch of needless, 
let's make it R to make it R. Like there was no point to it for me. Like the story didn't call for it. The villains didn't call for it. It was just like, let's just do it just because the director can. And maybe he was just didn't have this opportunity before. And now he wanted to like just showcase his F-bombs. Well, well, for, for me, I, I, I thought the movie was, was, was pretty good. I didn't think it was as good as the hype machine was, was making it out to be. I don't think it was as terrible as you, as you, uh, as you, as, as you think it was, um, for 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 me, um, this was a a a movie that Tim Gunn wanted to make. It, it's it's a, James it's, Gunn. Sorry, yeah, James Gunn. It, it's a total. Yeah, maybe Tim Gunn would have done better. Yeah, it's a total. It, it would have looked nice. I'll tell you that. Everyone would be dressed <laughs> yeah. beautifully. Right. Um, but it, it it definitely has a old school B movie feel, which I think that's what he was going for. I think everything that you did not like about this movie is basically why he made it, or is 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 is, is his reasoning for making it this this specific way, because that's sort of his um, you know reading all their interviews, reading um, his interviews, and that's exactly what he was going for, kind of like a old school B movie type of eighties um, theme theme to it. Not to say, not, not saying that, you know, it all worked, which I don't think it, it completely did. There was a lot of misses. Um, there's a lot of things I didn't, I didn't like too much. Um, there is a good amount of stuff that was awesome that I liked, but uh, it, it all didn't um, mesh well, I think. Um, but, but the, the main thing I think about this movie is that, it doesn't take itself very seriously. Yeah. And I and think, and I think I could appreciate that, you know, it's not trying to be like cool and dark and gritty. It's just being fun, sort of dumb. And, you know, it's going to take a bunch of swings and hopefully it connects here and there. And that's, that's what I felt. I, I don't think it was as great as, you know, 90%, especially from the critics, which is weird. And the the audience, I think it's around in like in the eighties percent. That yeah, that's okay because a lot of people sort of like that. You know, they're they're they they'll appreciate all those all that gory stuff because you know I guess normally they don't get that in in, in these type in these type of movies. But but I mean overall, in in my in you know my opinion, I think I think it was okay. I think it was fine. I think it's a it's I I thought it, maybe it was a decent direction. I mean. See, you know. the issue that I have with that is uh, coming from a DC universe, we had Christopher Nolan that did Batman and those were PG-13, you know, and except for, I think the last one or no, I think they were all PG-13. And to me, when you're telling a certain story, the way that I saw this was like, yeah, you can go ahead and make it a B movie, but you have a list characters and you have an A list uh, group of individuals. So to kind of like mess with that, they have people that mess with like, uh superman and the joker you know like they're kind of involved in the same universe so if anything you got to bump up those characters to make them be just as important because these characters intertwine or intermix with uh the main characters just like they said um what's this called deadshot or whatever was in there for putting superman in the icu so uh, it's like that and any Bloodsport. thank you yeah Deadshot was in the other one <laughs> yeah yeah so for Bloodsport to put superman in the icu and then all of a sudden make him afraid of ratatouille it's kind of like ridiculous to me you know it's like uh well well like there i was think a miss in the swing I, well i think it's the i think actually i think it's it's quite the opposite i think a lot of these characters a lot of th- uh, were a lot of throwaways that way ha- that's that's why half of them died like in the first 
in the first 10, 15 minutes, you know, because, you know, that's why he chose these specific characters. I mean, obviously he, he can't, he can't touch, um, you know, uh, Harley Quinn. And it seems like, uh, it seems like, um, uh, Bloodsport, you know, is, 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 is one of those upper echelon ones that were, were, were kept pretty, pretty well. And as well as pacemaker, uh, peacemaker, but every, everybody else freaking, uh, just about everybody else k- kicked the bucket or, 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 you know, were, were silly enough where, where you weren't re- taking them too seriously. So I think, you know, I, I, I think that all that was, was purposeful because these, these, these characters are not going to mix with Batman really. I mean, they might, you know, at, at, at by an off chance, but I don't think I'm going to see, you know, uh, a movie starring Bloodsport and Superman. You know what I mean? I mean, he, where, where he, you know, where mm-hmm. he's like an intro integral part of um of of a movie so i I think um i don't know i think uh, i think it's fine that that you know he he got to mess around with with a lot of these characters and and um and and he like i said he took his swings and some of them hit some of them didn't so yeah i mean i did see some of the characters could be interesting like i did like peacemakers take and that's the thing though about this when you make them this silly it's you're already shooting them in the foot by no one else being able to take them serious in something else or something grittier or darker which it could turn into bloodsport could easily i think could have his own next movie if they really wanted to go that direction uh peacemaker is already getting a deal with hbo max for his own series and to me it's kind of like well i mean the way that they played peacemaker makes more sense because he was more serious, more dark, a little bit twisted. And, you know, he still had a mission that he had to carry out throughout this whole movie, though. Nobody else has that same type of sentiment or like type of um, umph to go with it. It just leads you down. Yeah, well, well, I I, uh, I think three, maybe three or four characters have that. And I, and I think uh, we'll, we'll go through it. But um, let's let's move on here. Let's move on to the best character. Best character. Ryan, who do you think was this? Uh, was the best character in what you might call this pile of turd? Yes, and <laughs> this mildew of shit, I'd say <laughs> for sure, hands down, it does have to go to surprisingly uh, peacemaker John Cena with uh, his character. I really was bought into the character. He had a lot of funny moments. He had the traditional, like, smart-ass, uh, bad guy, quick responses. And he was still able to pull his character off. And he was believable throughout the whole time. And there's some conflict where he has sometimes where you like to see in everybody. And I just thought he really helped um, guide it more along to make it a little bit more serious, a little bit more like, all right, guys, we're here to do some work, too, you know, and not just mess around. Yeah. Agreed 100%. Peacemaker. He was... Uh he was like played like to perfection by John Cena. He was completely immersed. He was hilarious. He was nuts. Um, that, that banter with him and Bloodsport when they were in the jungle was like hilarious. I'm talking about eating a bag of dicks. Yeah, that was fun. Full of dicks. Exactly. Uh, that's hilarious. He played that so well. <laughs> he was and, like, and, yeah. I would suck every single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, yeah. It's no wonder they gave him his own show, like pretty much right away. I mean, Right after they, yeah. they they shot this, I think they they started shooting pacemaker, peacemaker. I keep calling him pacemaker. Can you believe that? Uh, <laughs> I know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, but 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 I think there's honorable mention here with um, with Idris Elba, 
as Bloodsport for sure. Of course, of course. It. Idris and, is and, always going to do great to me, so that's always kind of like a given. Yeah, and I think also the uh, I think the surprise also to me was the Ratcatcher. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, she... Ratcatcher. She really pulls it in together, and you're right. Um, she did have that uh, dramatic moments and she helped you get glued in to some of the more sentimental portions and yeah. total um, making you relate to millennials, you know, getting unfairly talked about like that and her role in it and everything that just comes about with being that sort of age and that kind of attitude. You know, you know, what's funny. I, I read somewhere that um, he was thinking of killing her off too. Cause um, basically I think he was going to kill a, a lot of people off, but, I yeah, guess, I'm not surprised. Yeah, he, he figured out. He figured out. He he figured that he couldn't do it just because of all the sentimental reasons, and he felt felt too bad to do it. You know, which which is I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, but that's the other thing that kind of bothered me about this flick. Like, yeah, I get it. It's the Suicide Squad. People are supposed to die, but I mean, there's so many characters that could have still like lived on for a little bit, or maybe, you know, just didn't have to die. Like to me, it was just kind of like maybe they get taken out of the movie but not necessarily dead it's it just kind of kills it for everybody and now if we do want to see them later the best we can hope for is flashbacks the scene all right let's move on to the scene the best scene of this movie i thought um the scene that i liked best was uh harley escaping capture when uh, she was going through um, all those guards and um, you know showing off all her fighting skills, that was pretty awesome. I, I really love that, especially the way um, uh, James Gunn sets it sets the scene with like the mood music, and then towards the end where these animated flowers come out of nowhere, which is pretty awesome. I I, I thought it was a such a good ride, and um, she's such a good character, and he really uh, played her up really well. Except, uh, I gotta say that I still, I, I'm still a little annoyed by her accent. But, but <laughs> other than that, I think I think that was the best best scene that I liked most. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I'd have I'd have to agree with you too. That was totally the kick-ass moment that we needed. I love the whole torture scene with her and the way she just breaks out of it, just showing her, you know, uh, flexibility to get out of that. And I read that she actually did do those stunts herself, like oh, to wow. get out of that. Yeah, so that was crazily impressive. And I did like, I would say it was still the best scene, but to me, it was a little bit overdone, kind of, for some parts where I was just kind of like, it seemed like Harley was either badass or soft and going back and forth and back and forth. And, and it, it, it just seemed like, you know, make a decision. You know, let's go with her one way, let's go with her another, but it, Maybe that's the, you know, mind of Harley Quinn for all I know. Yeah, but, it's a kind of complexity of her. Yeah, exactly. And and that's okay, too. But I I think when you're filming and you're showing a direction, you got to have the character at least start to kind of form her own way and, and in her own thing. I did love the uh, one of the hilarious parts were when they uh, show that they're trying to rescue her and you have Bloodsport <laughs> climbing the building <laughs> and... Yeah. And it's like he's you see him struggling. Like that part was hilarious <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good scene. Worst scene. All right, next up, worst scene. Ryan, okay, you're gonna have to go through your list of worst scenes. 
and then uh, you, you have to pick just one, just one, buddy. I'm sorry, just one. What do you think? All right, <laughs> I think <laughs> the worst scene is going to have to be for me when um, at the end towards the starfish. I couldn't help but think of like who is they're going against Patrick Stewart from freaking SpongeBob, like mm. to finish it, and the way that. You know, like the stars shoot out and everything. I was just like, oh, God. Like, there, there could have been a better way to me. And it just seemed like all of a sudden we're, I don't know. It just didn't seem so organized. It was just all over the place to me. And by that time, I was thinking, like, can this thing end already? Like, this is just going on and on and on. Oh, so like one of the best scenes you didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my worst scene was right off the bat, like the first 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, them um, putting together the, I guess, the what's what's known as the Team A. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. One, the, the team that gets dropped off the island first. That, that whole scene. It did scene, feel like a waste of time. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I mean, those characters, like, did not mesh well. Just about yeah. every single joke, like like, fell off the face of the earth. Like, nothing was hitting, nothing was connecting. Um, it, it really started off, I think, the movie on the wrong foot. Um, the 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 actors, man. Um, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of um, of Pete Davidson, and uh, I also I, I, yeah. <laughs> Nathan Fillion. <laughs> also, I, I felt like their right. their banter wasn't well. I mean, even even. Uh, uh, boomerang i thought uh he was a little off as well i mean everybody just they, they just seemed like a lack of chemistry and um and i'm 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 actually really glad that like pretty much all of them died man because we didn't need to we didn't need to hear about them anymore after that for sure yeah it just it did feel like a like a waste of a good 15 to 20 minutes and let's get you um falsely led into what's going to be the team and yeah you're right i do see how that easily could have been cut away and saved us uh, the whole two hours and 20 minute experience that I felt throughout the whole time we were feeling for a change. The end. We like how this movie ended. Um, I will start with this one and there's uh, there's an agreement here with you and me a little bit. Obviously, the ending is where um, Starfish comes out and starts to make turn everybody into zombies. I know Starfish is sort of... Um, he's actually a big villain in the comic books. So, yeah. Um, I, I guess it was, it, it's pretty important that, that he made an appearance. It, it's, it's, it's a bit of a big deal. But overall, I think it was, a, it was pretty messy. I, I agree with you. Exactly. It felt like a video game. Yeah, it, it was pretty messy. Um, there wasn't a lot of cohesion. And it, it, it's very unique how they decide to, uh, I guess, destroy or kill him with, with the rats. To make that decision, it's yeah. odd. Um, but I guess it makes sense for, the, for an odd, weird movie. Right, um, but that's the thing. Now we're being odd just to be odd. Uh, I mean, that's the whole movie, though. I mean, it, like, like I said before, like it's not taking itself itself seriously. So, like, what's a weird way to end this thing? I mean, yeah, what what I loved what I loved about it was the um, the the visuals of the rats going into the eye, 
of starfish and uh-huh. and, and and that was cool them not yeah, yeah that's that's because that's completely unique and completely different never seen anything like that before and just to see all the blood start to you know start to go about and, and, and through the water and stuff and and it, it 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 was really cringy but like you know supposed to be cringy kind of a thing uh was what i felt um i wasn't completely satisfied with everything um but but uh i thought it was it was okay i mean for for that type of movie it, it, it's okay it could have ended better they could have done a little bit more work but um it's fine what about you did you like the album? Yeah, I'd have to agree. No, <laughs> I'd have to agree with you to uh, pick up what you just dropped and put mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to say the ending with Starfish could have been a lot better explained. I think they could have gone um, a different direction with how important he is and how he affects everything towards the end, mm-hmm. rather than just make it to his last words be my happiest moment was looking at the stars or whatever. Like that's something pretty deep from a character that we really don't get to see throughout the whole movie other than like for the last 20 minutes and i think there could have been a lot more developed there to where usually dc characters and dc villains you kind of feel something for them like the joker and batman you do start to like sympathize with them and realize like hey maybe this world is a little effed up and we do got to do something about it but this isn't it clearly but at the same time i kind of felt like that was shortchanged with starfish because there was all of a sudden uh look at this big thing on you know your screen and look at this big enemy but there's no brains behind it but actually if you do pay attention and listen to his like actual intention he does have a big thing the guy was freaking tied up and manipulated and you know just used totally by the u.s and you know could have been um i think that was a big moment where we could have or the director could have capitalized and make it to where yeah you're if you have to sympathize with a starfish you got me because now you're making me think outside the box but whether i'm just looking at this big imaginated um starfish that i just want to see with cgi blow up with red eyes and everything is like bleh, whatever let's just end it to get out of it and that's just how i felt i felt like it was just shortchanged from the villain aspect and we didn't get to get as deeply involved with uh the main boss or villain of the movie than we normally do in all these movies like who was really the villain in this yeah and, and it, it's just annoying that's 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 a that's such a good point because um the um I guess the the army of I mean you know it's it's a it's a fictional place you know Cordo Cordo right. Maltese obviously yeah <laughs> and, and and that and that to me like again again they're talking you know they 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 deal with like throwbacks and and that's sort of like a throwback to the 80s where it's like the you know the, those old like um say commando type or rambo type yeah, of, exactly. of movies where it's like some some uh, some government you know <laughs> ruining USMR the lives of their people. instead of ussr yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> kind of a thing yeah. and and that i think that was more there was more to that i think than than um than probably the starfish i think they could have delved deeper in um especially knowing the fact that um you know why why the u.s really wanted everything um, exactly it was just such a missed opportunity yeah. to where you have a, a kidnapped villain knowing only one way how to survive and we're just going to make it so he gets eaten by rats, you know, <laughs> and that's about it. And that's what that was the part that I just couldn't uh, 
come to grips with because it's just there's just so many misses in this movie to me to where it could have been such a better movie like i love dc and the dc universe and what i love about it is it it sometimes uh does make you feel for the villain versus uh the superhero and this is another instance to where you could have felt something for the villain but it was just not poorly to me it was just poorly executed and not made a priority it was just more of like uh pop pop bang bang here's my money you know that's about it all right it's rating time we will rate this movie using our reels rating system it goes from uh one reel to six reels one reel is garbage two reels is uh not good three reels is and it's okay four reels is worth your time because it's four reels five reels is great six reels is a perfect movie ryan i don't think you're going to be giving this six reels so what what will you get nowhere near six i mean the thing is like i would if it was maybe half an hour less than what we had to sit through i might say this is worth your time for reels because i think what would what could have been caught would have been like maybe more um eye appealing and more helpful to the story a lot of a lot of like uh, bs would have been cut out of it so based on that and i think like it just like for me in a long time it felt like you were watching a two hour plus movie and i even sat through f9 and didn't even feel two hours through that thing so i have to give this a two just because the twos just keep sticking out (laughs) oh oh brutal 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 my friend uh as for me i thought this was uh this was a fine it was it was fine it was okay it was good it wasn't great um like i said lots of misses here um Definitely, the hype machine did not help this movie at all. I, I think it, it it hurt this movie. Um, it, it was a bit of a mess, but I, I understand that um, it wasn't taking itself too seriously, and 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 I think I appreciated I appreciated that a bit. Um, so with that, I'm giving it a four because Yay! you have to watch this movie. I mean, I don't know how you can't not watch no. this movie. So you cannot. <laughs> so I think it's it's worth your time, and um, if your if your name is Ryan, you won't like it. But a lot of other people might. No, that's not true. That's not true. I've, <laughs> I've, I've I've talked to people who didn't like it. I've talked to people who said that they've uh, they liked the first one better, which I didn't understand. But I had to, I had to sadly agree because to me at least the first one you kind of expected a mess, and what could the guy really do? This is for me the sequels and whenever they come back again this is your opportunity to fix what the first one got wrong and this totally took it up to a whole nother direction where i wanted to go back to the first one and Ugh. see how the hell did you come up to this Ugh. like sadly like david, I just david air david air basically apologized for the first one <laughs> can you say that no well good? no that's not true only because he did not get his studio his director's cut released the studio jumped in in a lot of it and yeah, now but, there is a but David he, apolog- he, ap- he apologized for it basically. He didn't no, he didn't apologize for his cut. No, 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 no. He apologized for what was released and what everybody saw. So, exactly. So that's, so that's why it's hard to, to say that piece of garbage is better than than this. So I don't know. I mean, uh, yes and no to me because you can kind of looking at that movie, everybody knew there were cuts made. And so you could tell the studio all of a sudden like they even changed the name and so you know there was like stuff being messed with and tinkered out tinkered with and with 
a director like David Ayers, I think, does get a little bit more credit for me and to the regard of him um, being more connected with the actual piece and getting the storyline a little better. Like, I'm on pins and needles hoping that the David Ayers cut gets released so we can see it. And just to see, to make sure that, yeah, maybe he did have a way better view and this could have maybe given James Gunn a better look at how to fix this rather than starting to go um, a R-rated Disney cut of this because Disney wouldn't let him get an R-rated galaxy, Gardens of the Galaxy. Like This just felt to me like uh, James Gunn wanted to show off that I can do a rated R movie. I've always been trying to do one and I've never had the chance, so here it is. And when he got that chance, he to me, it's just kind of like, Bleh. like that's what you're going to do with it? Well, he's done rated R movies. That's where he started. That's where he cut his teeth. I mean, cut his teeth with Zack Snyder. So, so like, um, this is kind of like his kind of like, you know, throwback to the, like the, the, the B, B movie kind of classic kind of a thing. And as far as David Ayers goes, I mean, I mean, you, you don't grade movies on, on what could have been, you, you grade them on what they are. And that, that last movie was not good. A lot of it didn't make any sense. So it's hard. Well, I would agree with that if the studio didn't come in and start cutting up the story. Yeah, like, but, the, that's but that's the what I'm way. saying. That's what I'm saying. You can't grade movies by what they should have been. You, you grade them by what they are. And if and if and if um, and if the studios get 99 percent of that blame, then then they deserve it. Then it's a it's a it's a it's a big fat F for the studios and not so much David Ayers. But still, it's a big fat stink stink of a movie. Well, yeah, I'm not saying it's not a stink of a movie, but it's just like just like we learned with Zack Snyder. His version was a lot more better than the crap that came out for Justice League. And that's why we need to give credit sometimes to where the director got shortchanged and the studios wanted to either make more merchandise, sell more dolls, make up more, you know, uh, entertainment value for advertising and that they had to sell to certain markets. And which is a stupid way to do movies like this is a movie that if you i believe if you do hire someone to do a job let them do their job period that's why you brought them on to the game you can't just go in there and start mickey mousing everything around and fixing it to get a little bit more uh advertising dollars well i will hold if something is good you're gonna let it you know let the money come in slowly well i will hold my praise for david ayer's suicide squad when i see the david ayer's cut until then you said the same thing about Zack snyder's <laughs> yeah but i haven't seen the david ayer's cut i mean i i still I Zack snyder I, I still don't give it like a five it's like a it's like a four or something like that <laughs> it went from like a it went Com- from like a three to a four i mean i still i'm still not a fan of oh uh, i think it went Zack higher snyder. from a three to a four i don't think so well my opinion <laughs> Well, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And with that, and with that, (laughs) with that, we just say Uh goodbye. (laughs) All right, Ryan. Well, this was fun, man. The uh, back and forth, make it, make it fun. You know, hopefully we didn't, we didn't uh, burn any bridges. We didn't uh, get anybody too upset. I think uh, we both have solid viewpoints. You represented the lovers. I represented the haters. And I think we both equally showed why each one has a point yeah well i didn't completely love i mostly like hey any for love for this thing (laughs) (laughs) all right ryan well thanks for uh thanks for joining us thanks for tuning in everybody uh this was fun and uh we'll see you next time ryan all righty guys till next time next big movie
All right, bye-bye. This has been another episode of Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan.